and learns the Joker, and here we go. Tomcat and DJ Mogo fans out there. Um, this is DJ Mogo. I'm here with DJ Tomcat, and you're listening to Movie Mayhem. Yes, we are continuing with our podcast of Star Wars trilogies. And today we are going to be talking about Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yes, that if you haven't picked that up, that was DJ Tomcat. I'm the Mogo here. And we just <laughs> and before we got on air, we were talking about love. And now, speaking of love, how much did you love this uh, teaser for Star Wars Episode Nine? I like that segue. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely loved uh, the teaser for Episode Nine. If you guys haven't seen it, Mm -hmm. check it out. Uh, And it has a surprise return of figure from the past. Yes. If you, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say. um, we got. A, I saw a couple of uh, returns from people, a um, couple of characters, whatnot, and I don't know if we should say it. Should we? Should we talk about it, or should we just warn people it's a spoiler? What do you want to uh, do? Let's warn people it's a spoiler first, then okay. we'll talk about it. That sounds good to me. So did you guys hear that? This is going to be a spoiler, because we want to talk about the teaser trailer. Um, so, <laughs> but a little bit of history. So, Star Wars Episode Nine um, is coming out. I didn't catch the date. Did you catch uh, the date? December. December. Thank you. And um, this, it's written by, written and directed by J.J. Abrams, who, um, and I didn't realize how old he was. He like he was born in 1966. Yeah. You know, I don't realize how much he's. I I, I do know how much he's done, but I can't. You know, uh, just me. I uh, like, he wow. didn't. Uh, uh, Mission Possible. Oh. Uh-huh. He directed Mission Impossible 3 and uh, the 2009 Star Trek and right. Star Trek Into Darkness from 2013. Uh-huh. And if you like, if you know him from the past past, he did uh, TV shows like Lost, uh, Felicity, other stuff, uh, other movies from the past like Armageddon. Um, he's either, you know, written, directed or produced it. Yeah. One of the three. Um, and also that other one, Cloverfield. But yeah, so about this teaser trailer. So we, I saw Princess Leia giving a hug. Uh, I saw um, a little another cameo of C three PO, and uh, the the ending. Do you want to talk about the the yes. other cameo? Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, it cuts from uh, Finn, Poe, and uh, Ray. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Uh, looking. At uh, C and what looks like to be a section of a spaceship. Yes. Uh, maybe the, the De- second Death Star. Star. Yeah. So I was gonna uh, say. And then cuts, and then you hear uh, the laugh of Emperor Palpatine. Palpatine. Uh, yes. Uh, and <laughs> it has been confirmed via Star Wars Celebration. 
that Ian McDermott is returning as uh, Darth Sidious. Nice. I didn't know that that was confirmed. The yes. Good job. yes. Uh, right after the uh, trailer, he uh, uh, actually uh, showed up on the uh, celebration stage to thunderous applause and said in his uh, Palpatine voice, Roll it again. No, oh, I missed that one. I got to look online and catch that. <laughs> but when I heard the laugh, I was like, wait a minute. Is that Palpatine? That can't be Palpatine. That must, this, I was like, because I know the laugh too well. And I was like, oh, it's probably not. But then I found out it was. I was like, oh, good. Yes. I always liked him. He's funny. He's a good guy. Not his character, but he's a good actor for yeah. that role. Yes. So I really like that. And uh, the other one, which you just showed me a meme for. Should we mention who's coming yes. back? Yes. It's uh, Billy D. Williams. Yes. He's playing, and who played uh, Lando in their Star Wars original trilogy. There's so many trilogies, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's, uh, so he's back on there as well. There's already some memes out there happening. So, but yeah, so it's going to be uh, interesting. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. This yeah. was yeah, more of a teaser, but yeah. Yeah, and there are a lot. Uh, more things are happening with uh, Storm Wars Celebration that I just want to mention real quick. Today, uh, we are getting the first look at The Mandalorian, the uh, first live-action Storm Wars TV series coming to Disney Plus uh, next year. Well, uh, wait, this year. And uh, first look at Season 7, of Star Wars The Clone Wars uh, coming to uh, Disney Plus this year as well. Uh, so exciting times for uh, Star Wars. Yes, a lot of stuff happening. And in case people, well, we're imagining only Edinburgh students are listening, but uh, that's fine because another Star Wars thing that's happening for graduates this year. When are we graduating, Tommy? Or when am I graduating, I should say? Uh, sometime in May. Yeah, May what? Uh, fourth? Yes. May the fourth be, <laughs> be with, with you. you. Yes. So that's happening too. So this is a whole year <laughs> for Star Wars stuff happening. Um, so yeah, so we're just, so we're surrounded by it. We just kind of lucked into May the fourth graduating. Maybe you guys will be lucky when you graduate, although I <laughs> doubt it. <laughs> anyway, we have, uh, I know Tommy's a little jealous. That's fine. He's, uh, <laughs> But yeah, so we wanted to just talk about those few things about Star Wars happening. So out of all the uh, new Disney stuff happening in the Clone Wars, are you excited to see it all or more? Oh yeah, more than uh, definitely. No, I I feel like, you know, like the Clone Wars, Star Wars, the Clone Wars, uh, uh, was unfortunately canceled on Cartoon Network before being revived with. Uh, the Lost Missions on Netflix, and now is getting a full season seven, which will uh, wrap kind of everything up uh, in this epic uh, conclusion to a uh, story that's been going on and off for about 10 years now. And with The Mandalorian, you know, like... Uh, this is definitely exciting to see something new with new characters uh, in the worlds that we're kind of familiar with, but we like to 
mine a little bit more about. As you, if you guys you guys can't see it, Tommy, but uh, you should see him when he was talking about it. He had the biggest smile on his face <laughs> this whole time. So yes, I it's you know so I'm silent because I just like watching him talk about it. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I'm lucky in that aspect. So yeah, so yeah, so that's a lot of stuff going on. That was about eight minutes of what we just talked about <laughs> Star Wars. So before we take up the whole hour talking about other Star Wars stuff happening, let's go into Rogue One, yes. a Star Wars story. Um, so this is. It's not part of really a trilogy. It's just like standalone film. Yes. Um, but it's still within, you know. It's So this happens ap- after episode three. Uh, the Well, the new episode three. And the before the new hope. And after a solo story. Yes. So, yes. So, and so, yeah. So these are, so like solo story, this one is its own standing. And... We'll talk. So this one was directed by Gareth Edwards, who also directed Godzilla, and this movie came out what 2016, yeah, I believe. Yeah. So um, and this was minus Godzilla. I think this was his. You know, other. I think he had maybe. I think Godzilla was his like only major. Yeah. Feature film director that he directed. I think. Yeah. So um, but did a great job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I would say that this is, uh great film mm-hmm. uh overall um few minor nitpicks in there but overall a uh, really great job of giving us uh something different and new in mm-hmm. a world that we're already familiar in and you know like this and i'll get into this a little bit later but this is a war film you know like this right. is Yes, a genre film, and it's really done uh, well. Yes, I I agree because um, well, I wasn't sure what to expect, you know, because I, I mean I you know I read the plot online and I saw the tease trailers and everything, but it actually, but I think I most admire about it, like you said, it it is a straight. It's like it's just a battle film. It is a war film. They they didn't um waste any time and i don't know if i have to say spoilers but uh just in case if you want to fast forward it's a spoiler but they didn't waste any time like with like a kind of like a love story i thought there would be one you know or something like that but they the story really didn't call for which i thought was um which i thought was good because you know not everyone has to have a love story in it you know that's a thing in star wars there's always something (laughs) kind of like that a little bit but no, this is um, and I, but here's my one of my troubles with it. It get they gave us characters that we, that we how should I say there there was these new characters that we like um, but you know let me talk uh, we'll talk about the characters later you know okay. but uh, we'll talk about that later because um, let's just talk let's talk about the cast though because I want to because I have a few things to talk about with the characters but now I will say this much the acting I. 100% liked a whole lot more than episodes one, two, and three. <laughs> like, really, I don't know. And, you know, I keep thinking in mind, you know, episodes one, two, and three was back in, what, 2005, yeah. three, two, all that back then. So this one was recent, but this one, the acting was a whole lot better, in my opinion. And it was, to me, it was casted very well. So we had, what, Felicity Jones as Jin, the, uh, uh, the rebel woman, who's, uh, you know, she who did a good job now 
I'm not I'm not comparing her to Natalie Portman, but see now I would have enjoyed Natalie Portman's character more in the episodes if she was kind of more like this. Yeah, because Jin was more of a fighter kind of you know yeah rebel thing, and I know that's you know the what Natalie Portman's character uh, Queen. Um, yeah, what um, I keep wanting to say, I'm a uh, what is her? Sentinel Madala. Yeah, Madala. Thank you, jeez. Um, so she um. And that's why I said her character is more of a queen. So that's why when if you guys listen to my past episodes, I liked her more as a queen because she wasn't, even though she was a fighter, she was just more, you know, kind of royalty kind of. Yeah. But if she was going to be a warrior, she needed to be more like Jin a little bit. I I, I think Jin could honestly kick uh, Natalie Portman's butt, but that's just me, the character anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you also have uh, Diego Luna mm-hmm. as uh, Cassian... Andor, a yes. Rebel Alliance captain and intelligence officer. Right. Uh, and uh, Alan Tudyk as K2SO, uh, probably one of my favorite characters of oh, yeah. the film. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. He, um, what I saw online, they, they said, uh, what was it? Was uh, What was his accent? A British? They said they gave you a British robot or something. Yeah. Which is funny. It's like a British robot. But no, he's, um, no, he was very, um, you know what I like about the, these robots? I swear to God, they have so much uh, sarcasm. So yeah. much, you know, you know, quips and everything else. But uh, uh, K2SO, he was, no, he was funny. I liked him a lot. Um, the guy who played the voice, I know him from a couple of different things too, Alan. Um, how do you say it? Tudyk? Yeah. Tudyk, yeah. So I, I've seen him in a few things and whatnot. So, he, no, he did a very good job. Um, and I liked the design of the robot, too. Uh, oh, yeah, joy, definitely. You know? He um, has a very imposing presence. Yes, exactly. And it wasn't, you know, kind of, yeah, but not that I had any problems with any really kind of the designs, but, I, you know, his, you know, his design or anything didn't distract me. And, you know, they gave him a personality, which I appreciate as well. Yeah, uh, Ben Mendelsohn is Orson Krennic, mm-hmm. the director of advanced weapons research for the Imperial military. Yes. What did you think of him? I thought he was uh, really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Ben Mendelsohn uh, always gives a really great uh, performance yeah. as the uh, bad guy, and... Also, uh, one of the best capes in the Star Wars uh, movies. Good cape, yes. That is true. Capes He's... need to make a comeback. <laughs> Hashtag uh, comebacks for capes. <laughs> comebacks for capes. I like that. I'll start that if you guys... You know, yes, we we like you guys to start a couple of hashtags if you can, if you watch us. Like, remember I said Star Wardians? Yep. He has what? Comebacks for capes? I like it. So yes, it is yes, it is a good cape. And yeah. Um now these were my favorite too. Um was um I don't know if I said it right, but it's uh Bayes. Um he um uh, it was played by uh Jiang Wen. Yeah. Bayes and uh Donnie Yen as Chirrut. Yes. Chirrut. Am I saying that right? Chirrut. I think so. I think so, yes, Chirrut. But anyway, uh Donnie Yen as Chirrut, he was the blind warrior who apparently Believes in the force a lot. Yeah, uh, very, um, and also uh, Jiang Wen played uh, his kind of partner, uh, Bayes. He was like a partner, and um, it was also yeah. And they, they, their chemistry was very, very well, pu- very 
Very good. I'm trying to say yeah. very good. Yeah. Uh, no, I loved the uh, dynamic between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no, like, uh, uh, Jet is this uh, woman who uses uh, staff and uh, believes in the uh, force. force. He's yes. uh, blind, but is kind of. But it's able to uh, see because uh, of the force. force. And he's one of the guardians of the wills, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, are an order kind of dedicated to uh, protecting the secrecy of the uh, force. Uh, and that's really all we know about them. Right. Yeah, so they're, yeah, so they're new characters. We, um, we got to... Well, I guess learn about yeah in this movie. So, but no, their chemistry was very good. Um, they were, and they were their own standalone characters as well, and they were funny too. You know, everybody in this film was funny. They had their own little personality, you know, and they performed their roles very well. The um, who else do we have? We have um, Bodie. Matt Mickelson. Matt uh, Mickelson. Oh, uh, sorry. No, you're fine. As uh, uh, Galen Erso, yes. uh, Jin's father, father, and Riz Ahmed as Bodhi. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and um, and yeah. So uh, Riz and what should I say? Yeah, Bodhi. He was the uh, cargo pilot, and so uh, so I found well, like I said, I, I didn't mind his character one night. I found his character interesting. Um. I wasn't sure like where they were gonna go with him with it, yeah. But he, um, no, he, no, he did a very good job, and yeah, it's um, I liked it. Now the, the um, I should say the I guess one of the last characters we will talk about is uh, Saul uh, Gera. Am I saying that right? Played yeah. by Forrest Whitaker, who had uh, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but I'm gonna say it a little bit again. Spoiler: He had a little bit of robot legs. Yes. His character. Um, I don't know why, though. Was there was there a part that was explained about that? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. Uh, cool. he he's a veteran of the uh, Clone Wars, right. and you know, like his views are a little bit more hardcore than mm-hmm. the Rebel Alliance. Right. Uh, so I assume that he uh kind of was injured uh in battle battle yes yeah i mean that i made that same assumption too but i was just curious if there was if they were going to expand on that um really and i thought i missed it but i didn't so but no um but no they that didn't take away from his character either i just kind of wish they would have explained it more but um other than that yeah this was a very good cast they all seem to have great energy and very uh good chemistry yeah. with each other so that was very cool so, what are your general thoughts about the film by itself? Uh, the film by itself, I thought, was a really interesting look at the uh, Rebel Alliance and the Empire. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, kind of delving into, you know, like, uh, beyond the Jedi to see uh, kind of the characters that we don't really know much about. Right. And I thought that, you know, like, it was uh, really interesting how they kind of melded uh, the 
you know, like hyper CGI of the prequels with the uh, more uh, grounded uh, practical aesthetic of uh, the original trilogy and kind of mm -hmm. uh, combines them. Yeah. And, you know, like this is uh, dark, uh, it's gritty. You know, like it's a war film. And, you know, like, I think it raises, like, a lot of interesting questions into the nature of the uh, rebellion and, you know, like, what are you willing to do? I think it's good that it was a standalone story because even though you, you do see the connection between all of them, yeah, it's it was a, it did a good job of being its own, you know, story, its own characters and everything else. And it still made that connection with the original Star Wars and, you know, new Star Wars and all that. I personally did enjoy this film a lot. I liked the battles scenes a lot, too. <laughs> I, especially the first one, um, well, one of the first one was, um, uh, well, it's not a spoiler, but when uh, Jin and Cassian land on, what's that, uh, that place? Jezza. Thank you, Jedi. Where um, and you know there was a there's a lot of stormtroopers and whatnot. So that was one of my favorite battle scenes. Everything mm -hmm. going on, but we could talk about that later when we get into spoilers. And but and the graphics I really enjoy too. You could tell yeah. that it, you know obviously updated graphics and everything else. But this the I didn't even minus one part really. I didn't really see that. Then I and I keep thinking in my mind, you know, it's been years since the original episodes and whatnot. But these graphics were I didn't really find anything fake with the graphics like I did with episodes one, two and three. Yeah. Which is yeah, like I said, but I keep thinking in mind, you know, that was years ago, so obviously time and things get improved. So I try not to judge it on that. But none of the graphics kinda of took away from it. So I so that was very good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I give this one, um actually what did I say? So I may actually give this like a four and a half out of five stars. Ooh, wow. Yes. As you can see, that's a little jump for me. Yeah. <laughs> out of five. Uh, uh, yeah. I would give it four out of five. Four out of five? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, I, I think mainly because I'm probably giving it a four out, a four and a half just because I guess I, I don't know. I guess uh, it's hard to say, but I guess I appreciate this film um, and all together, oh, you know, the whole thing and everything. So. And you, maybe I'm becoming more of a Star Wars fan than I realize. I don't know. Good. <laughs> yeah, so now I'm going to have to start dressing like a character, aren't I? <laughs> so uh, let's see. Did you have something else you wanted to? Uh, No. Okay. So right now, yes, we're – look at this. We're almost about like 25 minutes. But um, I wanted to – so right now we got to take a little – ad break you know we have to put in our you know sponsors and everything so we'll be right back and then we'll talk about you know spoiler sections so where we could talk about everything that we like to talk about so don't go away we'll be right back guys wfse is sponsored in part by quick fill of edinburgh a full and self-service gas station and convenience store offering american-made fuels from united refining company in warren pennsylvania along with snacks beverages grocery items and other general merchandise information is at quickfill.com welcome to the club cool cats this is all that jazz the show that spins the vinyl as we listen to and appreciate contemporary and classic jazz 
club opens Thursday nights at 9 and takes the boogie woogie to 11. I'm your host, DJ Tomcat, and it's time to jump, jive, and wail with all that jazz. WFSE is sponsored in part by Quick Fill of Edinburgh, a full and self-service gas station and convenience store, offering American-made fuels from United Refining Company in Warren, Pennsylvania, along with snacks, beverages, grocery items, and other general merchandise. Information is at quickfill.com. Okay, welcome back. Thank you for taking that little ad break with us. During the ad break, we were talking a little bit, and we forgot we were supposed to do an impression, so we are going to do a little dialogue from the film. Yes. He is going to be K2SO. I'll be the Stormtrooper and Cassian Andor, so you know what these are. So, okay, here we go. Where are you taking these prisoners? These are prisoners. Yes, where are you taking them? I am taking them to imprison them in prison. Uh, yes, he's taken us to... Quiet! <laughs> and there's a fresh one if you mouth off again. <laughs> <laughs> in case you guys didn't pick that up, yes, he did slap me, which is fine. Because <laughs> I told him to. So, <laughs> that was that was a funny scene, yes. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> he was not great at ad-libbing that a robot <laughs> but it, it, it that's that's what i mean it, it added it didn't take away from it you know it added humor and added more realistic to realism to it so yeah interesting facts mm. the uh slap was uh, improvised by uh, alan tudyk and uh diego luna had to uh, cover his mouth because he was laughing so hard oh <laughs> I have to watch that scene again to see if I can see it. <laughs> That's funny though. <laughs> I would have did that too. That, but yeah. So if you guys saw that, yes, you'll see why that scene is so good. So um, also before we came back, I also wanted to mention I forgot to add. We we talked about the director, but it was they said the screenplay was by Tony Gilroy and Chris Whites, I believe, if I'm saying his last name correctly. Yes, White. So we wanted to give a shout out to that, and then. Also, we also just, well, he showed it to me, but I saw the uh, trailer for the game. Star Wars uh, Fallen Order. Coming out in November 19th, I believe it said. Yes. Yes, so a lot of stuff coming out in November, December of this year, 2019. So, yes, hang on to your seats for those. All right, so let's talk about this movie because I know we, we, uh, we have a lot to talk about with this movie. I want to talk about a couple of cameos that we saw. Jimmy Smits as uh, Organa. Um, what was her name? Uh, Genevieve O'Reilly as Mothma. And yep. then, we, of course, we saw a um, little cameo of C-3PO and R2-D2. <laughs> Had a little... Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, see, let me pull up the actress' name. Yeah. Uh, um, Valens, uh Dela. Um, with um, who played uh, Princess Leia with uh, Kelly Fisher's face, face superimposed with uh, digital technology. Right. Uh, that was uh, really uh, touching, especially at the time. Kelly Fisher 
had just passed away. Yeah. Uh, so there were a lot of tears uh, in mm. my uh, theater. Yeah, that was. Oh, see, I didn't see it in the theater, but yes, no. Um, I thought that was that was a nice that that was a nice touch, you know, nice. Um, I don't want to say dedication, but you know, it's a nice. Yeah. Added, nice ending to it. Um, I should guess I should say. We also I, I don't know if people knew this, but Warwick Davis, short actor, yep, midget actor, was in there. And I can every time I see his name, I was like, that was War. I was like, every time I see a short actor, I'm like, I should just assume it's Warwick Davis now, because hmm. um, because <laughs> I'm always surprised to see him in something when I shouldn't be. But um, and then of course we had the major ultimate cameo of Darth Vader, still voiced by James, James Earl Jones. Jones. Yes, I really uh, liked uh. Uh, his kind of design in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me too. What they did was uh, they made the eyes a little bit more red. Uh, yeah. Which I thought was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, so just, it's a little out of order, but I want to talk about his appearances per se. Um, now, the first time we saw him in this film, he was uh, like in a cryo chamber. Yes. In the water, you know, taking a bath or something. And he has his own castle. Yes. Which right. I thought was just one of the coolest yes. uh, things I've seen Star Wars. Yes, and um, it was over by overlooking a volcano, which I wonder if that was a throwback to episode three. Yeah, I think that one's on Mustafa. Uh, was it? Okay, yeah, so that's what I thought too. Um and so when he first met, this is funny. So when they first showed him like coming out of that uh, tra- chamber, whatnot, I don't know why, but I kind of got this Bane from Batman vibe. Yeah. That was, so I was like, you know, so because if you kind of saw, you know, you did see kind of like a bald head and, you know, you didn't see too much uh, yeah. humor, but it, that's what I kind of got from him. And then I keep thinking, you know, I swear to God, I cannot see that Anakin Skywalker as. <laughs> As that guy. I don't know why. Yeah. Even though I know he, you know, at the end of Star- episode three, he burned himself and everything and it was <laughs> different. But maybe it's just the actor. I don't know. I still can't see that Anakin Skywalker's face behind that mask, but that's just me. But anyway, he, um, so I, so I got that appearance from him. Then, um, my favorite scenes, I think every scene that he's been in in this film was awesome because his interaction with, um, uh, what is his name? Uh, Krennic, with that one, yeah, with the one scene with Krennic, and then be careful not to choke on, on your, your aspirations, aspirations director. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did not expect Darth Bane to uh, start uh, speaking in puns, uh, oh. but I, I appreciated it. <laughs> yeah, it was a dark sense of humor. Yeah, it was, <laughs> and he. Um, and you know, because I mean, Darth uh, Darth Vader is obviously intimidating on his own. Um, I also I also found it funny that he started choking him after he said, "So am I yeah. still in charge? Am I still the leader here?" And Darth Vader like stopped, and you know, it's so funny. It's um, like when he stops walking, <laughs> you know, it's like he's pissed off or he's something. It's like when he he's in the middle of walking away, and then all of a sudden someone says something, he stops. Yeah, he's like. And uh, then, uh, spoilers for kind of the end of the film, but uh, you get the uh, fight scene uh, mm-hmm. with him, and it 
that whole sequence is just glorious. You know, like it's dark. You have uh, the rebels pointing the blasters, yeah, and uh, you hear you know like the siren, and then hear the uh, breathing, yeah, and then. You know, like he ignites his lightsaber, and uh, it's just chaos. They yeah. don't stand a chance. A chance. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it's one of those scenes you just like rewatching a bunch of times. I don't know why. Every time I see it, like when I see it once, I'm like, I have to watch it again. I don't yeah. know why. It's just like because he, it's it's you know, it's there's like he's not even Darth Vader's not even trying. You know. Yeah. This is just exercise for him. You know, the way he's whipping around his uh, his lightsaber and. Uh, just killing, you know, killing stormtroopers and whatnot. But, no, it was a nice uh, sequence to that. So, but, yeah, so I guess anything that Darth Vader does is cool. Anyway, so, yeah, so now let's talk about the film. So, Jin, um, his, uh, Jin's um, in the opening. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to ask you. So what did you think, because it's a standalone film, that's why I didn't want to mention it before. There's you... no uh, title, title call. Yeah. I thought that was a good way uh, separating it from mm-hmm. the uh, main uh, trilogies. Right. And, you know, like, it's kind of refreshing. Yeah. Uh, yes. You know, like, it's quiet, but there's this tension that's building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like I said, a little bit of uh, the, the, the you know, it didn't have the same theme, which I, I didn't thought to take away from it, because I think the idea was supposed to be this film is different than the saga films yeah you know so that so i didn't so i so i like that touch they that was a nice thing but anyway so anyway so jen is a young girl and what's his name uh the uh, krennic yes a uh, krennic comes to collect galen to um uh, and uh galen and his family to help build the death star yes and they have a history mm-hmm. uh going back to the end of the Clone Wars. So mm-hmm. uh, there's this uh, history uh, between them. Right. Uh, the sense of familiarity. Right. And um, Jin and... They, so they were all... The Ursos, I'll call them that, is um, they were living on a farm, you know, and hiding. Yep. But he found them and then... Um, the, the So he t- so uh, Jin ran away, you know, hid away in safety and th- they took away Galen... And the mother died in the opening, and so, um, and then it was like fifteen years later, something after that. So Jin has kind of been on her own. She's been a, a rebel, renegade prisoner, what everything else like that. Because oh, I should mention before. So when she was hiding from Krennic, what's his face? Um, Saul found yeah. her. Saul found her, and the story is that he raised her, but then he kind of abandoned her. Yeah. Like when she was growing up at one point, so she hadn't seen him in a while. But yeah, so. so what and yeah. she is uh, rescued from an imperial prison, prison uh, yes. by uh, by um, Cassian and uh, K2SO, mm-hmm. who uh, uh, has this interesting relationship. Uh, he's not like. Uh, Pro call joints, but right. he's uh, this like independent uh, 
assassin droids. Yes. Uh, congratulations. You are well, being, being rescued. rescued. Please um, do not resist. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, so. And, yes. you no, know, like, uh, she meets uh, Mon Mothma and, like, they're given this uh, mission. And uh, we see that, you know, like, Cassian, you know, like, does bad things, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but he's doing them for the right reasons. reasons. You yeah. know, like, he's not afraid to uh, kill in mm-hmm. case, uh, like, secrets get out. Right, yeah. So, I mean, you kind of, in the beginning, you kind of get the sense that he's, you know, he's he's kind of... Uh, uh, you know, this rebel too, but you know, he's doing things for for a good cause, everything. So that's why I thought that. So when I saw it, I thought there was going to be like, oh, great. Yeah, she's going to fall in love with him and yeah. him, her. But that didn't happen at all. But I mean, they, but no, they, but they developed a friendship when, you know, uh, respect for each other. So that was, yeah. so that was good. But it, so on with the story. Yeah. So she was, so she was rescued from prison and, they told her that her father was yeah, that uh, they they needed to get to S- saw to get to her father hmm. because the father was building the Death Star, and this what did they call this? They called it the um, Planet Destroyer. Was that what they said it was? Uh, Project Stardust, I believe. No, Planet Killer. Oh the weapon yeah, it was a Planet Killer. That's what it was. Yes, Planet Killer. So anyway, I, I thought that <laughs> that was a, I thought that was a nice nice name. But, uh, you know, there's no other way to say it. So Planet Killer, that's what this thing was. And so, yeah, so they convinced her to help them, you know, to go see Saul and be, but who she hadn't seen because since he abandoned her in years. So and they said that they could, you know, let her go free and everything. And then she yeah. gets to see her father. And uh, Cassian is given a secret mission mm-hmm. uh, to kill Galen instead of extracting him. Right. Yes. And so they do that, and then so and also during mm-hmm. this time, they uh, that pilot uh, Bodhi Rook, uh, he he went to go see Saul because Galen uh, sent him to give him a message about it. Yeah. And you know, um, Saul was Saul was in uh so Saul didn't trust him. So he, so uh, so we'll see, we'll tell you how this all comes together. But he went to go see Saul. Saul didn't trust him, and then he <laughs> what was that that thing that he. That he put um, Bodhi in front of. Uh, I have no idea. Animal. Some type of creature. Yeah, it was a creature anyway. That he he uses this as I don't know if it was a tortured thing, but yeah, he uses torture that, intimidation. Yeah, so he Saul uses that to find out if prisoners are telling the truth, and but they but there's also a side effect that it makes you go a little mentally nuts. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so that happened, and then. So from that point, yes. Yeah, so what is it? Jin, Cassian, K two S O, K two S O. They all go to Jeddah. Jeddah, and I. That's where Saw is. Yeah, and let's talk real quick about the way the Empire is portrayed in this film. You mm. know, mm-hmm. uh, especially the stormtroopers. You yeah, know, like in the original trilogy, you know, like while the stormtroopers are kind of intimidating, they're not the best right uh shots here like the you no know, the empire is a character in itself it has like this intimidating presence and you no know, these stormtroopers feel like 
they can kill. Mm-hmm. No, I, I especially loved the uh, Death Troopers in the uh, black Stormtrooper armor. Yeah, that that's you know what's funny. I was thinking of that too because even though this probably shouldn't have reminded me, but I don't know why it reminded me their helmets and stuff. They reminded me of Spaceballs. Rick Moranis' <laughs> character in that big yeah. Darth Vader helmet. I don't know why. When I saw that, that was the first thing that popped in my head. That I know that wasn't supposed to remind me of it, but it did. Yeah. But no, that didn't take away from it. But like I said, I did like that the black outfits too. So yeah, no, I know what you mean. That um yeah, so very good costumes, yes. Yes. And, um, and uh they run into uh two characters which will appear in a New Hope, one of them uh, gets its arm cut mm-hmm. off. Yeah, yes. And so, uh, you know, like, then trouble with the Empire, and, uh, you know, you have uh, Janet, uh, mm-hmm. who uh, uh, meets and uh, Baze. Now, one thing that I love about Chance is his belief in the Force. Yes. Uh, I am one with the Force. The Force is one with me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's this, you know, like, spiritual connection. And, you know, like, he is just a great fighter he in is. general. I loved his work with his staff and bowcaster. Yeah. He, um, so when they, so when, um, they, so yeah, so when they got to the planet, um, they got invaded by stormtroopers, and so then the, like so, but there was a, uh, was it? I don't know. What, I don't know what you call it, but there were peop- rebel people who started uh, who started who like started uh, fighting them. Yeah, I don't know what they call them, the group of group of rebels or something. Anyway, they started throwing bombs and everything. Then there was a battle, and then that's when you got to see Chirrut and uh, Baze and work. Which yes, which was very cool because, you know, I wasn't sure what like what was gonna happen. You know, he just all of a sudden, you all of a sudden just saw saw him start whipping butt, and I was okay. Like, uh, sorry, uh, the military group uh, that saw, uh, is leader of is called the uh, Partisans, and Partisans. it's unaffiliated with the Rebel Alliance due to Saw's violent military tactics. Well, there you go. Yes. So he no. isn't afraid to uh, kill civilians mm-hmm. in order to hurt the Empire. Gotcha. Yes. All right. But yes. But that was like the first battle scene that came up, which, like I mentioned before, I really enjoyed. So, and that's when that's that's where we got our dialogue to our little sketch right after yeah. that battle <laughs> happened. Um, oh, what what did he say? Um, K two S O. What he said, he said, um, after he saved uh, Jin and Cassian, he said something to the effect of, you know, uh, for for you for you guys being quiet, there's a lot of bombs or something going off here. Yeah, it's something to that effect. He was like, you know, for being quiet, you guys are making a whole lot of noise. So, yeah, and, and then they uh, go to uh, Saw mm-hmm. and you know, like, it's a very interesting scene between. Uh, Jin and uh, Saw. Yes. Um. So yeah. So they get yeah they get sent to where Saw is and they they're held captive, which is also where uh, Bodhi is. That's I said his name right, right? Yeah. Bodhi, where's Bodhi is? So that's how they all kind of meet together. That's how they kind of all form. And anyway, yeah. So they're really uh, Jin's relationship with uh, Saw, and I was doing a little bit of impression of him earlier. 
my favorite line from him is like he sounded very uh heartbroken because he was like uh because when he saw Jen, uh, he was like, did they, did you come here to kill me? Like me, the man who raised you? He was so, he was so emotional yeah. about that. It was funny, but. um. Also, I loved his line, save the rebellion, save the dream. Dream, yes. And so what happened in this scene was um, while they were talking, she um, saw, played a hologram, a message for her from her father. And so while that was happening, what's his face? Uh, the general, no, what am I thinking? Krennic, sorry, Krennic. Hmm. Uh, they decided to do the, they decided to use a super laser on the planet at that same time. Yeah. Because they were trying to kill Saw, and they figured, why not just destroy the whole planet using the Death Star laser, hmm. the super laser on the Death Star? So while that happened, so now I really enjoyed that that whole sequence of that, the whole planet being destroyed like that. That was so, the graphics themselves, I was very impressed on that. Because you saw just basically the whole planet collapsing. Yeah. The whole, um, I don't like that. And, you know, you, so you saw it happening in there and then you saw it from the distance when they um, when they were watching this happen. When I say they, I mean the bad guys, quote unquote. And, you know, so you just saw like this whole big blast, you know, from outer space and then in there, the whole, it was just, yeah. So it kind of reminded me of, uh, I don't know why this movie had nothing to do with it, but I don't know if you guys ever saw The Mummy, but it kind of reminded me like the end scene of A Mummy where just everything was collapsing in and there was a whole bunch of sand and yeah, everything else. So I, I appreciated that scene. Yeah, but. and no, like, uh, the Death Star is, so the Empire is... After uh, kyber crystals, which mm-hmm. uh, power uh, lightsabers, lightsabers, yes, uh, and then using that to power the uh, uh, laser on the Death Star that mm-hmm. uh, destroys planets. Yeah, and this is kind of a test of that. So mm-hmm. it doesn't completely obliterate uh, the planet. It's kind of like a nuclear blast. Yeah, right, yes. Yes, that's right, yes. So, um Mikula Blast so but the who is it, Jin, um Cassian, uh Churit, Bays, and what's it ah what's his face? The uh the prisoner. What's his face? Bodhi, uh, Bodhi. thank you. Bodhi. Uh he uh they all escaped before that, um uh, before they got caught in that blast, even though they were caught in it a little bit, but they escaped that. And yeah, and then you get the scene where Grandmoth Tonkin has a cameo. So, mm-hmm. what did you think of that? So the well, obviously they they used a lot of CGI. Yeah, they had. Like, I think an, it, was, it was just the CGI. I think. Yeah, they had an actor do the uh, voice, but they superimposed uh, Peter Cushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have mixed feelings about this because uh, not that I'm like against the scene in general. It's kind of the technology. It's mm-hmm. kind of uncanny valley yeah. where it's so realistic that it's almost too realistic. Like, mm. you know, that's not real, but looks realistic. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. That that was... um. You know, when I was saying the graphics didn't take away from it, like this one did, but I thought, my I guess my, you know, I don't know 
Uh, I'm assuming they did multiple tests, like if they maybe dressed up an actor in old makeup and then could have digitally did something else. Yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? As opposed to just having a straight CGI character, CG character, whatever. Um, but that, I don't know, you would think it would bother me as much because when I first saw it, I was like, why is he so, oh, no, then I couldn't figure it out. And then I remembered, I was like, oh, that's right, because they probably, this was their best option. But they probably could have did that a little bit better. Yeah. But, um, the whole film, I'm, I'm just more glad the whole film wasn't like that. Yeah. You know, that, you know, kind of like that. So that's probably why it didn't bother me as much. Um, and I get, and I understand, obviously, we know why they did it because the person, what's his name, Peter Cushing? Yeah. He, he passed away. So, um, back in the 90s. And so they had to, you know, improvise, you know, they had to do what they had to do. But, Maybe, I don't know. Like I said, I'm assuming they probably did a whole bunch of stuff. I'm assuming they probably tested out what looked better. Yeah. Or at least I would hope so. If and that was the final result, if it's the best one, then... Mm. Yep. So, uh, Jen and uh, her uh, friends go to uh, the planet uh, Edu. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, where Galen's research uh, facility is. Uh, and uh, so, no, like, they're getting ready to bomb the facility. Jin sneaks off, kind of makes her presence known. Uh-huh. She sees her father, and then all hell basically breaks loose. Yes. Um, so right when she, yeah, sees her father, then there's, like, there's this blast that... You know, that basically kills him. So she has one moment before he passes, and that that was the second battle that was uh that I thought was very good. And also, the, you got to see like Cassian having a heart of gold because he had the opportunity to kill uh the father uh what's his name Galen and yeah. he didn't. So you know he so that's why you kind of see you know he's a good guy, you know but still bad still does bad stuff but you know he yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but he's, uh, you know, a compassionate kind of person. So he tell you know, so he tells her that, you know, what the Death Star, you know, that they have to destroy it and everything. So after that battle happened, what did you think of the battle that was happening on there? Uh, I thought it was uh, really well done. Mm-hmm. You no, know, so it's dark. It's in the rain. Yes, uh, in the rain, yeah. You know, and it kind of reminds me of like a covert ops mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which I really liked. Also, like, the uh, flying scenes uh, when you have, I uh, think, base taking uh, either chute or base taking uh, the ships out with the blaster yeah, was right. really mm-hmm. cool. Yes. Um, I, th- I think they both did, but, uh, like, what was this? Uh, Chirt, um, he did kind of a what was it? Kind of, yeah, he did like because he was down there and he heard him come, but then he just shot up and he shot one of the ships. So, yeah. so that was cool. But yeah, they both kind of did their blaster thing. But yeah, no, they were, um, that was yeah, no, um, they they can kick butt. Yeah, yeah, they they're very good at what they do. Um, and so after that, yeah, so so they say so he dies in arms and then they escape in a, uh, and then they escape to go back to tell. The people about their father and the Death Star, et cetera, et cetera. So then, that's when this. Then after that, I think that Vader scene happened, which we already talked about. 
Um, and that's where we saw a couple of, uh, and then after that, when uh, Jin and everybody else is back, they return to the rebel base. Uh, on Yavin, Yavin 4. Yes, on Yavin 4. This is where you saw a couple of those cameos I talked about, like um, Jimmy Smith's. Um, who else was it? Uh, Jimmy Smith's, uh, what's her name? The uh, uh, actress. The, oh, I know I'm going to remember it as soon as I say it. Uh, what's her name? What's her name? Jennifer uh, yes, O'Reilly. Genevieve, thank you. Yeah. So yeah, so you saw yes, so you saw those, and then they're all um, so they're all having the discussion. Jen is proposing for their for them to travel to Scarif and steal the Death Star, like blueprints or whatever it was, so that they can you know target the uh, reactor because that's yeah. where her father said that's where the weak part is. He built something in the reactor, so that could destroy it, right? Yeah, yeah. and you no, know, like they travel. And they don't have the uh, approval of the Rebel Line, so they gather up a small team of volunteers mm-hmm. who are willing to do whatever it takes right. to get the Death Star plant. Yes. So and, they... no, like, I thought the third battle scene is probably the best of the best movie of and one of the best in, like, all Star Wars. Mm-hmm. No, like, this is a war film with yeah. emphasis on the wars, right? Yes, and yeah. So that the whole um, yeah. So the whole battle itself, you know, when they go there and everything starts. So this is why also one what I was mentioning earlier. I didn't. I said I wanted to wait till spoilers because. So if you haven't picked it up by now, um, they all die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but my problem was it was like so you give us these characters to care about and then you kill them, you know. So I'm like that was my trouble with it because I actually liked these characters. I wanted to see them in more stuff, but yeah, maybe I, in video games. I understand you know, I get your point. You know, like you get so attached in these characters they kill them off. I think it's kind of a bones move mm-hmm. uh, because you know, like in A New Hope they talk about uh, you know, like these on Death Star plans, you know, like there was a lot of sacrifice. Yes. Right. Uh, and, yeah. And getting these plants. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like it was a, I think, a really bold move, but I felt like all the deaths were earned. You know, like there's a, there's a progression of sacrifices. Right. Each person, you know, like uh, having the, Doing the points in the plan, yeah, and then you know, like making sure, even in sacrificing themselves, that it succeeds. Yes, right. No, and and like I said, at the so, and I, I understand why it happened. You know, because like you said, there was sacrifice, and honestly, it did kind of go with the story because, you know, that yeah, it did go with the story. I just like I said, I just kind of wish you know there was a little bit. We could have seen them more in something else. So yeah. this is kind of like, I don't know if you'll see them. That Most you'll see them in a cameo, maybe, if they do another prequel. Yeah. Somehow. Uh, what <laughs> death uh, hits, hit you the most? Like, what scene? Let's see. Uh, let's see. So, the, um, I kind of, well, let's see. Obviously, you know, because they were my two favorite characters. Well, well, I, 
Well, three. So one of my three, two, three favorite characters was um, K2SO. Yeah. That one was kind of um, it, it was it that one was kind of sad, but I think also um, I think Baze and Chirrut. Yeah. Those two kind of got me. Um, I I loved that scene, especially yeah. when uh, Baze is uh, comforting. Mm-hmm. Uh, chance, you know, yeah. I am one with the force, the force is one with, with me. me, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he sacrifices uh, himself, yeah. Uh, and but see, know. but also, you know, it's like, well, with uh, with that though, I, I was it maybe it's just me, but you know, I thought maybe he should have at least maybe both of them, or you know, at least church, because it, it seemed kind of weird that he just died from a blaster, or I mean, a well, well, I'm sorry. What do you get? Uh, get exploded? Yeah. Because I, I thought that, but did, wouldn't he sense that though, or maybe did uh, I miss? Like he got distracted. I don't he know. got, I uh, think, uh, overwhelmed. Yeah. Is that what happened? Maybe. Yeah. Oh. And you no, know, like, uh, Bodine dies uh, from a thermal detonator explosion. Right. And you no, know, like there's a struggle with communication with the. Between the rebellion up in space mm-hmm. and uh, the team on the ground, and right. uh, they, he has to inform them that they must reach the shield surrounding the planet, and mm-hmm. order to allow the uh, transmission to uh, go through with the schematics. Yeah, uh, and I really liked the uh, space battle. You no, know, mm-hmm. it was really cool seeing. Yeah. Uh, X-Wings and TIE Fighters from the original trilogy, but in a whole new way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you have, you know, cameos with, like, the uh, Red Leaders. Uh, one of them uh, is killed, and uh, and Luke takes that uh, position. So yeah. I thought right. that was a nice touch. And... Uh, you have uh, so Jin and Cassian obtain the plans. Fennec ambushes them, uh, and you know, like uh, Cassian uh, saves uh, Jin, right. and uh, Tonkin, and she transmits the schematics to the rebel ship. Uh, Tonkin orders. A uh, low power shot to the base, mm-hmm. and it kills Krennic. And I love the, uh, you know, the final shot of Jin and Cassian. You know, like they're yeah. on the beach. You know, like they're kind of accepting their fate. You know, yeah. like they're kind right. of embracing each other. And yeah. you know, like you have Vader's. A ship into Saturn. Yeah, it just came that, out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, All of a sudden, it just popped up, and then, you know, then, yeah, before they escaped, which was a nice touch, I thought. Too. Yeah, yeah, and I loved how the ship that uh, they used to escape with the plans was the uh, Tantive uh, form, which is the ship seen at the beginning of A New Hope. It mm-hmm. was really great seeing that. Uh, set, yeah, the all the connection, yeah, the, all the connection they made. You know, they really did a great job in trying to keep it all, you know, 
you know, kind of just like, you know, the end of that story, beginning of this story. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing, narrative so. flow, I think, did uh, really well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so. So, yes. So, yes. Everybody died. <laughs> like, you know. So there's, uh, like I said, at most we'll maybe see them in a cameo if they do another prequel. God, love them. Um, Actually, or uh, in a video game. I've been waiting to kind of break this news to you on air. Me? Okay. Uh, so... Uh, they are doing a for uh, the Disney Plus streaming service. Mm-hmm. They are doing a uh, Cassian prequel with uh, <laughs> Diego Luna returning as Cassian and Alan Tudyk returning as K two S O. Oh, of course they would. Yes, they they you know that doesn't surprise me because they knew they had something there. So it's like, all right, we got to market that. I love it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, good. Yes. So we get to see their history. That's so. That's what I mean. You know, like we could at least see maybe Cassian's history. We kind of already, unless they do another like separate Rogue One with Jin. You know, yeah. about her as a rebel, as growing up, or maybe well, you know, her growing up with Saul. Yeah. You know, that'd be something too. But that'd be awesome. Okay, I have to check that out. Yes. But no, like I said, I give it four and a half out of five stars. Yeah, I Good give it uh, four stars. Uh, probably the one. Thing that uh, maybe doesn't my kind of one minor issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than uh, the uncanny valley with uh, Tonkin, is I maybe would have liked to have seen uh, more scenes with uh, Jin and her father. You know, like, even, like, in the form, you know, you see them at the beginning, Mm -hmm. you know, and then kind of at the uh, end. uh, But I would have wanted to see a little bit more, even, like, in, like, brief glimpses Mm -hmm. or, like, uh, flashbacks to get that connection. You don't think there was enough? Uh, I mean, because the only time she, you know, you see it back is when, you know, that day when um, uh, Krennic comes and takes them, you know? Yeah. The last uh, day. What, do you want to see, like, more uh, of them when she was a little girl kind of thing? Yeah, just, like, even a little bit. Mm. Um, But that's just, like, a really minor nitpick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't bother me too much. I was fine with that because, you know, um, like, and also, you know, them... But, you know, you always, you always have this thing about it kind of goes with the tradition of, you know, like with Anakin losing his mother, right, you know, dying in his arms and then, you know, yeah. <laughs> her her father dying in her arms. So there's this whole thing happening with that. But, um, no, I, yeah, but I guess, you know, I see what you mean. That I was fine with that. That didn't bother me too much. So, all right. Oh, really? I thought that was enough time. But like you said, minor things. Um, for me, what was I going to say? The... Don't like I said the major thing for me was you know don't give me characters start liking and then kill them yeah that's just my point um, and what was it uh, was I was gonna say there was oh yeah there's um if I'm not mistaken Jin was really Jin was the only female 
kind of right yeah she was she's just the only one and i wasn't sure if that was intentional or kind of i have no idea you know what i mean which but i don't know if that really took away from it you know because you know she was obviously she was a star and yeah. you know strong character on its own but there wasn't a yeah there was like any other female and i and i wonder if that's mainly because you know there's the only other female in power was not you know i'm not there wasn't even a bad female character you know what i mean if i'm thinking huh. so that's kind of like my thing with that but anyway yeah uh so uh so i guess overall, that wraps it up yeah uh great film yes well uh i don't know what the next one will be probably well we'll see so we'll try to see if we can get the what the next <laughs> the, the new hope and yeah jedi and return empire of the jedi and empire strikes back so yeah we're gonna try to do that before we graduate and then guess what we have another sequel se- sequence of trilogies to do but hmm. we may not well at least two sequences because at star wars episode nine that is part of the third installment of the set of trilogies yeah. of like the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. So yeah, whole bunch of stuff trilogies happening. People, I have no idea. Who knows? It might be another story coming out between that, but we'll find out. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, like I said, great film. We loved it all. Thank you all for tuning in. Yes, uh, we thank did you. go a this little bit. This is uh, Tommy Taylor, aka DJ Tomcat. Yes, um, and this is DJ Mogo. Sorry, we did go over a little bit of an hour, but hey, that's what happens when you have fun. Yeah. And we will catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you.